0: Hey, I'm Nate Flax. I'm
1: Noah Longworth-McGuire. And this is Talking Lion. Talking Lion is a podcast focused on artist-to-artist conversation.
0: We're primarily artists, a duo called Sleeping Lion, but we've been lucky enough to write, produce, and hang out with so many incredible rising artists since we started our project.
1: Whether it's at sessions or parties over cups of coffee, we've talked with our creative friends about everything. Music, life, love, and all the subtle complexities that come with being in the middle of a journey.
0: Talking line is about hitting record in these conversations and sharing them with you. There's no real structure, nothing really prepared, just friends talking about life and what it's been like and where it's going.
1: We recorded our first episode with our friend Zeeland. We first interacted with Zeeland nearly three years ago over Twitter DM when she asked us about opening for her at Cafe 939 in Boston.
0: We were sitting in a Boston market in Scarsdale, New York, surprised any touring artist even knew who we were, let alone wanted us to perform with them.
1: Sleeping Lion had only recently started, so it was the first big show we really played. After, we became fast friends, and they were the first friends we made who lived in Los Angeles. Some context for this interview.
0: Two weeks before we recorded this, Zeeland played an incredible show at School Night in Hollywood. And in two weeks, she'll be announcing her upcoming EP that's due out in May.
1: We've opened for Zeeland twice. Once that first time at Cafe 939 in Boston, and once at The Satellite in LA. We've remixed her song Talk Listen and co-wrote and co-produced the title track on our upcoming EP called A Weekend in Maine.
0: She's an amazing performer and she'll be touring very soon, so keep an eye out for any shows in your town.
1: So without further ado,
2: this is Zealand and you're listening to Talking Lion.
0: Hello, I'm Nate. I'm Noah. And we are here with Zeeland on the first uh, episode of Talking Lion. Hello. Hey. Hey. Thanks Uh, for having me. Of course, (laughs) we are eating uh, guacamole with uh, blue corn chips and drinking kombucha as a... as is the 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 vibe of the day um very
2: amazing guacamole (laughs) handmade by noah it was delicious (laughs) thank you
0: so if you hear the the crunches and the slurps that uh that's what what you're what you're hearing um oh yeah but yeah we're this is the first time ever thank you for for coming on today uh it just uh,
2: makes sense that you guys are doing a podcast. Like, obviously, <laughs> I want to be a part of it. It's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, we talk enough as it all goes. So it's like, you know, but I think that the thing um, we're really excited about having you on is that we all go back pretty far as far as like in music years, you know, mm-hmm. uh, three years, four years is a, is a, is a lifetime, you know. Yeah, and, and, uh, absolutely. It's, um, it's been really cool to, to, to be out here and, and to like... See you at shows and hang and write and do the whole thing and and, um, and I think you also have like the coolest story and the coolest vibe like for Aww. your uh, for the stuff that you you make. So you know the whole idea of this thing is that it's not even like necessarily you know structured. But I, I know you're an East Coaster. Like we mm-hmm. sort of are. I'm a New Yorker. He's more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in Boston. Kind of all over. Yeah. Yeah, we were all in Boston. You were in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, you so you grew up.
2: I grew up north of Boston. That's why, I mean, you know how like people are always like, oh, I'm from L.A., but they're really in Orange County or something like mm-hmm. that. But I always just say I'm from Boston, but really from the North Shore, just because no one knows what Beverly, Massachusetts is. Right. Yeah. So I never lived in the city, but I lived in the North Shore of Boston, um, in Beverly and then in Salem. And yeah.
0: So you uh, so you had like the heart, like the coastal like the beautiful water stuff in yeah. salem and all <laughs> yeah that. plus and...
2: for eight years i also lived in cape cod which was like oh. right on the beaches nice. and like yeah that'll, so yeah that'll definitely do it yeah
0: um and now I uh, because we, we we've talked about before but there was also like a like woods and everything by where you were living too it's very like natural right like
2: yeah i mean everywhere i live, i moved 13 different times by the time I was 18. So I lived in a lot of different places. Oh I feel So that. I never was like, yeah, yeah. Just,
0: what uh, you know. what caused the move? Like, was it your oh, parents? My, my or... parents just
2: rented and, I don't know, just moved around a lot, work, just, yeah. What, what did
0: they do? Um, like, uh, what were so
2: the jobs? My, my mom was like, would host like these big women's events. It was actually awesome. That's awesome. She, yeah. yeah, it was really cool. She did these big women's events. And then my dad is a pastor. He has been for since I was born, and so, yeah, I just kind of grew up hopping around, and <laughs> just never, the longest I ever stayed in a place was four years, or five years,
1: or oh. something like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, you have that one. Yeah, I was the, yeah. I was the
1: same way growing up. We moved, I, l- I only lived in two countries growing up, but I lived... I only lived in two countries, growing you? I, lived... <laughs> well, I, I, I had friends. Yeah, I have to live with it, you know, it's... <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it's,
1: it's funny, because for me, I had friends who lived in, like, 12 countries by the time they were 15, so oh. I was the weird one. Like, I was the weird one who only lived in like two places wow! like yeah. in my adolescence but I moved houses like every two years in Zimbabwe and in Rome I moved a couple times so I was like always in a different house yeah. for my entire childhood so I feel that
2: totally like when people talk about moving and how it's such a hassle it's kind of like I
0: mean, you,
1: you kind of get used to it I mean it's always stressful but you, you yeah, do get always, used to some parts well, of it I
0: guess the thing that, that immediately comes to mind for that is like was and not to make like a really heavy question but like it was, like, friendship a, a complicated thing? Because you would have to move so much? Like- uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I never had a neighborhood friend. I never mm-hmm. had that experience of, like, knowing your neighbors and all the neighborhood kids getting together. And, you know, I, like, read about it or, like, see it <laughs> well, in movies so or whatever. I spent
0: 18 years in the same place. Yeah. So I had, I had my two friends from when I was, like, five years old. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. still, like, that's, you know. And I, I realized later, especially me and him, that was not... A normal experience.
2: Yeah. You know, I like, I'm like, I envy that. I wish I had like the neighborhood, like, oh, the cul-de-sac, everyone gets together and hangs out. Like, it just seems so mm-hmm. fun. Does
0: that make you close to your family?
2: Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, I did have friends that just like weren't neighbors, but yeah, yeah. yeah I had like a good solid group of friends growing up and, and whatnot. But,
0: so you see, your dad's a, a pastor. Is that where you first started, uh, like, singing, singing and stuff? Yes, yeah.
2: absolutely. Totally grew up, like, singing in church, just, mm-hmm. like, belting, like, yeah. worship <laughs> songs. That, yeah, <laughs> that was for sure. And my mom sang. She also, she pretty much learned everything from her uh, singing. And then my dad played piano, so that's where I learned how to play keys.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I feel you like know. a
2: lot of musicians come out of, like, that, that. Gospel especially. Yeah. Like, there's so many incredible drummers who started drumming for gospel churches and stuff. <laughs> so
0: how, how old were you when you started doing that?
2: Uh, singing, like in general, or like singing at churches?
0: Singing in front of people. Singing yeah. in
2: front of people. Um, I want to say, oh gosh, eight, something wow. like eight years old or nine. Was your dad a,
0: a good singer too? Or mom or both? Yeah, or? yeah,
2: My dad, My dad was a good singer, but my mom was a great singer. Wow. Yeah, she like... She was a great singer. Um, she wanted to do it. Like when she was 18, she <laughs> wanted to pursue music, but it just didn't happen for her. Uh, but anyways, yeah, she's really good. And so I started singing publicly. Um yeah, around eight, and by the time I was eleven, I I did my first EP. Wow! <laughs> it was called Eleven Going On Twelve. Whoa! So very awesome. That's great. <laughs> yeah. What? It was uh, very amazing. Two covers and one original. What were the two covers? The two covers were uh, "Jesus Take the Wheel." Ooh. Amazing. Yes. Yep, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Underwood loved Carrie Underwood. Uh, and the other one, I truly can't even remember. Yeah, I forget. Forget what the other one was. And what I'll was have to the, look it
0: up. What was the name? Do you remember the name of the single? Of like my
2: original song, it was called "Wonderful" to me. Oh wow! Yeah, that's good. That's very, good. Show. It was horrible, but it was awesome.
0: <laughs> Do you remember it? Do you, could you? Would you be able to conjure oh that? Gosh. I mean, that's, I, I don't remember. I remember the first real song I wrote was called "Left Alone," but the first like lyrics I wrote was set to fallout Boy's "Sugar We're Going Down," like um, syllable by syllable. It was called "To Be Continued," just ended. That was the, oh I could God. not sing any of this too. I don't you remember. You were much
2: more of an intellectual per, like, no, kid than I was. No, it was stupid and
0: it was wonderful to me It sounds like a pop song yeah. around the time. I mean, it seemed like you were really locked in
2: no no it was not a very locked in i'll have to i'll have to like find it i have it somewhere <laughs> on my laptop like the old recordings oh, yeah, yeah
0: for people who are listening if we do end up finding it we'll post it yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I, I may not have the songs right now and maybe i don't know how people can see this but i'll show you the picture oh of yeah, the, yeah the album artwork I, I well you can
0: give us like sort of like an, like an oral history like you can tell us <laughs> like uh, like, describe it. Uh, okay. Like, verbally, um, yeah. You're
2: about, you guys are about to see it, but it's really, really bad glasses. I It was before braces and my teeth were, like, Ooh. insane. I have huge bell-bottom pants on <laughs> and just, like... I, f- I feel like I'm so cool in this picture, but I look like a dork. Oh, oh my god,
0: my. Wait, that's the album cover.
2: That was no. the yeah.
1: That was the that was the album cover. cover. That was
2: this. That was the cover. The
1: yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, for, for uh, it might
2: have been a close up one like that.
1: Right? Oh, oh my god. Man. But yeah, like I literally just
2: put the text 11 going on 12 over this picture. Oh
0: my god, that's like awesome. Just over the picture. Just over, yeah. No, uh, again, like I, I think my first EP was called uh, uh, "Broken Horizon," and we took uh, like a sunset and we just uh put a, a moon uh photoshop over it not well and that was it that was the whole that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked bad and it looked clip arty enough that like i feel bad cuz i didn't even do it. it was like my friend's dad like in his busy life put in work to do this yep. and so now i feel like i'm Well it so but-
2: cute how when we were kids how like it was so exciting the first time you would do something that they'd be like oh we'll help you like my mom <laughs> like she designed the whole um CD Oh my gosh! yeah, everybody gets so excited called. about yeah. it, oh my gosh, it uh,
1: it's so pure when you start making music, and it feels so yeah. big too. It yeah. feels like
0: very exciting <laughs> that oh, like yeah. it's gonna, gonna be the gonna be the thing, you yeah know? you're like, oh, I'm for gonna sure. be famous for eleven going on twelve and... <laughs> but that's also awesome. so uh i'm I'm sure that that uh came out to critical success. Uh, oh yeah, huge the, the first did, was it, was it, yeah, did you go by yeah. Angie Miller uh for that
1: release, or did you have it a... was
2: my full name Angela Miller Angela so uh yeah.
1: That'll, that'll did you put it. it up on MySpace or SoundCloud? Oh, or? this
2: was before all. I think I my just, MySpace was probably when I was, I don't know, thirteen. So this is like a few, like a few years right before. That. So you,
1: did you like make a CD? Yeah.
2: That's... Oh yeah, my mom like made a CD. I didn't do anything with it. She just gave it to like grandparents and whatever. And
1: it was <laughs> sure more. She still th- have it. I'm sure that that's
0: yeah, like. Oh,
2: she definitely still has it somewhere, <laughs> yeah. somewhere in the <laughs> attic or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was just a fun thing to do as a kid. But honestly, I didn't really pursue
0: music until I was 18. Okay. Well, what uh, what did you want to be growing up? Like, what was the, the thing that... um? um it's interesting. I, I didn't realize your mom also had, like, pursued music, like, in her. Yeah. But, um, like, my dad very similarly, like, tried to do it when he was, like, 18 through his mm-hmm. 20s or whatever. But um, uh, do, do you know what, like, sort of changed your mind? Did you learn from that? Was that, like... Were the things that she would warn you about when you started doing this stuff? Um,
2: no, I mean, because she really didn't. She didn't experience any of the music industry. She just she made her own CD when she was eighteen, and but after that, just like didn't end up happening. I don't know. She just she just kind of stopped pursuing it, um, and so she didn't really have any any advice to give me on the music industry at all because mm. um, she didn't experience it, but. I just kind of went into it blindly at first and I learned a lot real quick. And so <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would be where I, where I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, I mean, I, I feel like so much of the industry has also changed since our parents oh, were, yeah. Yeah. Know, oh my gosh. I, my, like my dad would have to get like, you know, $15,000 worth of equipment, like mm-hmm. in order to record like a bad cassette demo, you know, now we can yeah. make it on laptops and stuff. I, I think, I think my dad like yelled at an agent once. And that was like the, huh. when, like in LA, like not even at a meeting, like he was, like it was a, a restaurant and he like saw an agent and he like went to the, <laughs> whatever. He, basically my dad was like, if I have any advice, which is not a lot, it's just keep your cool. You yeah. Know? yeah
2: That's a good piece of advice because like, a lot of people yeah. lose
0: their cool. Hey, it, it's, it's survived. So, so uh, what, what did you want to be? Like, what was the thing that like, did, like your hobbies when you're growing up?
2: um I mean, singing was always my, ho- it's always what I wanted to do. I just, I never understood Like, if I talked to my 17-year-old self, I had no idea what the music industry was. Mm -hmm. I just was absolutely clueless. I just knew that I liked to sing. So I think I always knew that I wanted to sing, um, but I just didn't know what it looked like. Uh, The only thing I knew in high school was seeing all these people get big on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do that. Like, I did YouTube covers throughout high
0: school and... You know, those were like the early days of YouTube. Yeah. I mean, there was like not a lot of people on it, but if you had a song that had like 10,000. Yeah. That was a big deal.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like I loved it. I loved it. And I don't know if you know Madeline Bailey. She was like one of the first huge mm -hmm. YouTube cover artists that blew
0: up and she was like my idol. I was (laughs) like, oh my
2: gosh, I want to do I want to be just like her.
0: Um, Did you go to things like VidCon or like interact with the YouTube? No. Stuff.
2: No, I didn't do anything. I just I just watched it on YouTube and was like, oh, that's cool. I want to do it. And so I just put up a few covers and.
0: It was <laughs> Did fun. they ever receive like that level of uh, attention or?
2: No, no, they didn't. I think I mean maybe a few thousand, like just like I don't think. Which other
0: time is cool? I mean that's yeah yeah oh yeah. uh, I mean and for be... a kid too. I mean that.
2: For sure. A 16, 17-year-old in high school, like, having my peers watch
0: it and be like, (laughs) oh,
2: your voice is so good. I loved it. I thought it was so fun.
0: What was, like, one cover that, like, you remember that we were really, like, proud of?
2: Um, I remember doing oh what um skyscraper by demi lovato wow that is a classic and hitting the i like remember because i hit the really high (laughs) note and i was so proud of that high note i couldn't wait to release that one that's awesome now
0: did people in your school know about these covers like did they
2: um a small circle i was not like a huge i didn't like love high school i was not hugely popular at all most of my friends were out of high like outside of high school like, my really close friends. So, high school for me wasn't, like, you know, knowing everybody and, yay, like, super fun. It was more just, like, all right, I'll get school over with and, and then go it. hang out with my friends. I,
0: like I used to DD for parties I wasn't invited to. Oh. Like, I would, I would show up and pick up, like, some people who were drunk in the backseat and, like, oh, so did you have a fun time? Like, what oh, was it like? Like
2: so precious <laughs> i can picture you doing that
0: i just i like I, I i it was like i didn't necessarily like i just wanted to know what was happening i yeah. wanted the you know i wanted the the dirt um but <laughs> you said you you had friends outside like where did you did you meet them like at the at church or yeah at the... oh just friends
2: that i grew up with oh, cool. yeah yeah like oh, cool. um uh, parents mutual friends having kids at the same time just all growing up together you know what i mean what They're...
0: was your, the uh the first concert you ever went to
2: um, It was the band that the first band I was ever obsessed with, and it's so embarrassing, but also cute. Jump Five. You probably have never heard of. That. <laughs> I have no idea. It was a five person band, like or not, not even a band. They just sang to like karaoke tracks. Jump Five. But they all like danced and had these like wow. music videos with their dancing, and I just yeah. And one of the kids I thought was so cute, and he was like my first <laughs> crush. And,
0: well, surprise, we have Jump 5 here in the studio no, now. Come no, out, no, Jump 5. I,
2: like, wonder what they look like now. Where are they now? I, yeah, yeah.
0: I, don't, I don't know. Jump 5, if you're listening to this.
1: Come you, on. You from, were my first. At least one of them's probably a pop writer. Definitely. Yeah. I feel probably. like all those old boy band people, at least For one, sure. one of them ended up being a One of them's pop definitely writer. an author.
2: Although it was... It was two guys and three girls.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, so
2: it wasn't an all-boy band. Okay, some girls. One of them that,
0: definitely but... has a Netflix show now. I, oh. you know, so, I, get, I, I believe it. Honestly, it. Yeah.
2: after this, I'm going to look up what they're doing now because <laughs> one of them is probably doing something. Well, but...
0: we, we've been watching The Umbrella Academy. You know, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, like it was a creator the of The Umbrella Academy. Really? Gerard Way, yeah. Away, yeah.
2: <sighs> so cool. <laughs> I hope that I do something awesome outside of music one day. <laughs> I, wanna, all, like, I think we all. That's right,
0: yeah. This is this is the first. The podcast is the first step. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. to total uh, media domination, total I think. Media domination. Yeah, it's a good first um, step. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know this, and then Netflix, and then uh, uh, we should make couches. Yeah, we'll make couches and chairs. Chairs. Uh, yeah. So you have your
2: lion. own furniture line. Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll call it Sitting Lion. <gasps> oh!
2: Oh, you guys can
0: do a lot we with this. We can do this. anything. We uh, we can brew beers, drinking lion. <laughs> drinking lion. you know, just, drinking lion. Yeah. yeah. No, but um, no. So, so did you go to did you go to college after? No. Nope. Because um, I, I I like I know my parents were more and yours too were more traditional about the college stuff. But I feel mm-hmm. like we were the sort of generation that started getting kind of tired of that path. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of inspired the decision to to not do that and and uh, and and Um, Yeah, where'd that go?
2: So my mom and I were, we were obsessed with American Idol. Like we watched every season religiously, voted for our favorites. Like we loved it. And so um, my last like semester of high school, um, I like visited a college and I was like thinking about college and, and I was like, well, I either do college or like maybe I maybe I can try out for the show like I've always secretly wanted to like that'd be cool that'd be fun (laughs) and uh so right before I graduated high school I auditioned and I just decided to go with that instead of college
0: wow yeah uh how old were you when that
2: I was 18 Mm, I was 18
0: and so you went from Angela Miller to Angie Miller Mm -hmm. and then the whole sort of thing there yeah. Um, what was that like suddenly? Because it, it's one of those things, especially because it's TV, that happens very quickly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of stuff in music. I mean, you see Billie Eilish and Halsey and, and stuff. But by and large, like the music thing is a very sort of slow thing. And this is yeah. all of a sudden millions of people on television. You, you sang yeah. with Jesse J, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So what was that like suddenly happening?
2: Um. Well... I mean, yeah, it was it was a lot at once. There's a lot of things that I forget about. Like, I'll hmm. look at pictures or an interview that I did with so-and-so, and I'm like, what? I don't remember that. Like, when did that happen? Like, I
0: forget so much.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it really – it doesn't feel like it was me. Like, it feels like another lifetime ago. It's really strange.
0: Did you, did you feel like you had to sort of set up, like, um, a boundary between, like, you and, like, the person who was on TV and doing that?
2: Well, here's the thing. As an 18 year old being on national TV doing it all I loved it. I like I s- just was on cloud 9 the entire <laughs> time and totally kind of just like got cocky and thought I was so awesome. Like I totally <laughs> loved it and like in the moment it was just like amazing, dream come true. But yeah, after the fact, like when the show ended and everyone stops caring, you're like, "Oh, wait. Who am I? (laughs) Like, Wait, what just what happened? I don't understand. (laughs) Like, yeah, it gets really weird when the show ends and you're just like left there. And
0: do you remember very clear like now what moment? Yes. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Because it was I mean, the whole entire process was a year and a half, almost two years. That's like the show, the audition process, the show and then the tour afterwards. Right, right.
0: Um, Where did you play on the tour? Like, was there a notable part of touring? Was that the first time you'd ever toured?
2: Yeah. And this was like crazy tour like costume changes Mm. or in it they were in um which one's the smaller one stadiums or arenas
0: Uh, whatever the smaller
2: one is I think arenas I think those are smaller I didn't even realize I
0: thought they were interchangeable
2: I I don't know whatever but they were bigger than they were big
0: like you know House of Blues or whatever yeah
2: oh yeah they were huge I I mean yeah yeah. yeah, it was it was crazy and like like I said costume changes dance numbers like there was a whole crazy thing and um but was wh- it
0: all co- covers like were you or um, did you do original stuff yeah the about- top
2: three did orig- original mm-hmm. songs so I did two original songs um who won that year do you Candice Glover gotcha and then second place was Cree Harrison and she's still they're I think they're both still doing music yeah um but yeah so I was able to do original songs which is good but w- once I got home from the tour and just like lived in my Parents' house again, and just back with my friends. Just back to it's just weird, like because like
0: all of a sudden like oh my god, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: After two years of go 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 go, and then just getting home and being like, oh wait, what?
0: (laughs) It's like whiplash, and they they don't teach
2: you anything. Like I didn't learn anything about like what steps to take exactly in the industry, where Mm. to go next, what to do. Like they don't help you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just get home and I'm like, uh, I have no idea what to do. Yeah, it was really Hmm. strange.
0: Was, uh, like where, where was social media at, at that point? Like was Instagram and everything and Twitter, like, did you have to maintain all of that stuff?
2: Yeah. Instagram, Instagram was like probably a year into like, it's blowing up, you know, Mm -hmm. and, That's when Vine was huge. Uh, And yeah, so it was just all that stuff, trying to stay on top of it. And in January of 2014, I moved to L.A. So just like I was home for three months and was like, I need to get out of here. And I moved to L.A. (laughs) So,
0: uh, I mean, what is interesting about that, too, is that like you started essentially as like a a kid and then you ended like as an adult like that. Mm -hmm. Like the transition was during that point. So everybody has more or less the same reason for moving to L.A. because of music and stuff. But was there something that like specifically that pulled you here were the people that you already knew out here that, um, I
2: knew no one in LA except for my manager that, uh, you know, cause the top three, you don't have a choice. Like management can just pick you up if they want to. Oh. Um, so they picked me up. So the only thing that I knew that I had here in LA was management. And I was like, Oh, okay. So my best friend and I moved to LA, <laughs> didn't know a single person, didn't know what we were doing. We just moved and, um, was your friend
0: also doing music?
2: No, no, she oh. wasn't. But We were like, we were so close. And so she was just like, yeah, I'll come to L.A. I was <laughs> like, really? Okay. Um, yeah, so we moved and probably for a good year, like, I didn't see it. I didn't do anything for probably like eight months. I just, I didn't know a single person. I didn't really know what I was doing. Uh, my management was doing absolutely nothing.
0: And they were uh, pushing Angie Miller at that point, right?
2: Y- yeah, but they weren't even like they weren't right. doing anything. Uh, yeah, but I was still going under Angie Miller. And if I learned anything from the American Idol process, I learned everything I don't want to do as a businesswoman. Huh. I learned how to be a lazy business person. I learned <laughs> how to not care about your artists or not, how, you know, like, cause yeah. that's, that's how I was treated. I just felt like uh, secondhand, like, I don't know, just.
0: I mean, it it sounds like learning the hard way. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. totally. um, Like the child by fire of it.
2: Yeah. Uh, And so a a year after management doing nothing for me, I called them. Well, first of all, they were. Well, in that year, were you
0: playing any shows around? Were you. Uh,
2: Well, I did like an American Idol tour, uh, but it was just me. They just brought me over. It was like a Asia, Southeast Asia tour. And that was fun. You know, of course, it was awesome getting to see Asia and different parts of that. (laughs) Um, But that's it. In the whole year, that's that's pretty much all they did, and and they put me in meetings with these huge, high up label, like the head guy at Lava Records, and, <laughs> and they're like, "So, who are you as an artist?" And I'm like the 19 year old. I'm like, "Um, i like pop music. I just yeah, yeah. I like, don't no, know." Nobody said there was going to be a
1: test. <laughs> I was like, like nobody.
2: <laughs> I hated it. Just like these. Oh, it was it was horrible. It was so uncomfortable. And were you
1: doing any writing at the time? Were you working on music, or were you just kind of?
2: No, not really. Oh. Like I wrote, but maybe like five songs in the whole eight months. Like <laughs> right. it just, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I didn't realize, I didn't, I don't know. I don't think I had that much drive either. After the show, I think I just thought everything was going to be perfect mm-hmm. and done for me, and I had Cause to you learn
0: because you did it. You, yeah, you were famous. yeah. Like yeah, that yeah. Was...
2: So I had to learn the hard way. Like, oh wait, I actually need to like put in work and time. Oh, oops. Like, right. yeah.
0: <laughs> what um, Was there a moment where it clicked for you? Like, was there a moment that, or was it more of sort of a gradual realization that like something It was gradual. Else...
2: I think it was gradual. Um, yeah. But, but it was also like harsh. Like I remember it slapping me in the face being like, oh wow. Like I cannot rely on American Idol. I need to put in work and, um, figure out like who I am. And uh, so I called up management and I was like, hey, I don't want to wait for a label. I want to do a crowdfunded campaign and release an EP. And they called me two days later and they were like, so we're going to let you go. We (laughs) see that you're passionate about that and we're not. So we're going to let you go. And I was like, awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks so much. And I left and I released an EP under Angie Miller. And after that, I just still didn't feel like it was myself like Angie Miller was so tied to American Idol I felt so like held hostage almost by that whole process. Did it, did it
0: feel like like that at that point did it feel like that outside person like was it like uh, like what, what was the EP called and like what was the sort of what were you writing about for that EP like what was the the kind of feeling behind
2: um, it? <laughs> Honestly, it was it was so long ago, and it was kind of I don't I don't remember my mindset during. You showed that. us a, I just, a music
0: video a while ago. Was that for that? Oh, that project? was simple. Yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That song
2: was called Simple. Um, yeah. Well, the EP was called Weathered, and I, I don't know. I think that the whole EP was kind of like self discovery EP. Mm. It was kind of like a. I don't know a roundabout just,
0: way of discovering that that wasn't necessarily yeah what yeah you yeah like yeah.
2: I liked the songs like recording them like it was fun but then when I played a show and played the music live I found that I was almost like embarrassed of the songs if that mm. makes sense like there was one song that was so <laughs> cookie cutter cliche pop and I was like ugh, I don't like singing <laughs> this like I just imagine you
0: like on stage like singing it like making a face <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah where, where were you playing yeah. at, at the time like was it around.
2: LA? Yeah. Yeah. It was Hotel Cafe. Was that your I first think, show
0: at Hotel Cafe? Yep,
2: yeah. The first show with that EP was yeah. uh, was at Hotel Cafe. I think I played like a few shows at Hotel Cafe and then I went and played a show in my hometown. Uh, but that was it. I didn't do much. <laughs> really shortly after I, I released that EP under Angie Miller, I realized I don't want do to th- like, do this anymore. I need to totally rebrand and change and... Yeah.
0: So um, and and I almost made it like a promise on the show that I would never like ask this question, but I have a feeling I'm gonna just wind up asking it forever. <laughs> How did the name Zealand appear? Like, what was what inspired the name? Was me? Yeah. I mean,
2: it's a good question. I'm sure lots of people. Yeah, because it's a weird name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, replacing your birth name is super weird because obviously <laughs> that's the most natural thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took a long time to come up with Zealand. We I looked everywhere, like yeah ever, anything you can think of i was looking at for inspiration <laughs> like magazines street names like googling like flower names like anything like i was going looking at everything and um then was starting to look at countries <laughs> and there was like a few like Leeds was one which i hate now but during the time it was like oh maybe Leeds i don't know <laughs> uh and new zealand obviously
0: that's nice. That's yeah. what my phone at one point would be autocorrecting to. Yeah, oh, learned yeah. eventually. Yeah, but-
2: yeah, and so, it, but Zealand was still like a country name. You know, it's like kind of like oh well, it's a country. I don't right. know. Like, um, and that's when DJ was just like, well, what? Do, why don't you do LYN? Make it more a girl's name, Zealand, like Zealand. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and that was the first name that I could picture myself like in front of an audience, being like, hey guys, I'm Zealand, and it felt <laughs> comfortable. <laughs> like the first time I said it out loud, I was like. That's it.
0: And do you remember the first show you played as, as Zealand?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, in June. June, I want to say it was school night.
0: Oh, um, that's
2: cool. We all know Grant very well, <laughs> of course. So Grant, it was a Sunday. It was the day before school night. It was huh. Sunday, and he um, was like, "Hey, we had a band dropout. Can you can you hop on last minute?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Let's do it." And the next day I played my first show as as Z. At school night. At that's school night. Wow, that's wow. Awesome. Yeah. Um yeah,
0: was... what uh sort of speaking of friends, do you who was your first friend in LA? Like in, in music? Um, do, do you remember who or it might have been a group or something, but
2: uh well, you know the band Nightlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah of so we we knew them from Boston and when they moved out here it was just really cool to like have them here and, and their drummer is my drummer, and so got oh, become right. really good friends with them over the years. And and then also, you know, Violet.
0: Of course, mm-hmm. she, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. We we connected over Twitter, and we have like very similar stories of being on a show and hating the experience and changing <laughs> mm-hmm. our name or something on like again. Um, well, she probably would hate it if I, I if I say yeah, this yeah, yeah, on yeah. here. <laughs> but it was it was the um you was it was it the Voice or so, I don't know something like that. Yeah, well, um, I
0: remember. that I think the the. First time we hung out, she was talking about it. I didn't know, like, it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we,
2: like, completely bonded, o- like, clicked over that and related to each other. And I don't know. When did you guys... M- well, I know you well, guys what, were well, in L.A. The reason I ask
0: is you were our first friends out here. From L.A. From, yeah. from yeah. L.A. Yeah. 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 Like, we, but you
2: guys were still in Boston. That's why yeah. I don't consider you, like, the L.A. friends. Well, and what's, first...
0: what's what's funny is that, like, when... Because what, what I lo- sort of love about the story is that this is where we started the story... Mm-hmm. Is that like, you know, because we just got, you know, like we you DM'd us and, about the show yeah. in, in Boston. Mm-hmm. and But we only knew Zealand. And, you mm-hmm. know, we did our due diligence and, and, and looked up. We didn't catch a name. We didn't catch anything. We just looked up Zealand, liked the music, mm-hmm. yeah. wanted to play the show. And Sarah, Kendall's a friend. And it yeah. was a whole, it just seemed like it'd be a really fun night. Um, and then I think Noah looked it up before the show. I didn't. But then when there were people who were coming who were like drawing... Um, drew, like I remember, somebody drew. a, a picture Yeah, there was of some yeah.
2: like mega fans.
0: There. Yeah, and I was and I was. I remember just being like, "This is awesome. They're they're awesome." But, but also but, like kind of weird. Is, I mean, like you guys <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. were new at this point. Like yeah. the, your record had just come out, so I'm yes, like, yeah, something. Yeah. Either that record, like, had this crazy cult following. There was something else, <laughs> so I wound up like looking it up mm-hmm. and then seeing, the Angie Miller stuff and everything, yeah, yeah. and sort of in a reverse way. Sorry. Well,
2: I mean that's good to hear though because we're obviously not wanting to be associated uh, associated with American Idol. Was, was anymore, that a hard? So it's good to know that you didn't discover that at first. Well,
0: that was the thing. I mean, we we knew you as Zealand and learned learned backwards. But yeah. I, you know, was was it hard making the transition? Like, was there like pushback from fans or? Um,
2: oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. There still is. I, I just looked on, I, I just released a song called Faster Now. And um, I was laughing literally this morning <laughs> about a guy who left a review saying... uh this doesn't sound like Angie. I want Angie back. You know, oh, and gave it gave it a one star. <laughs> and I want to, like, I seriously want to post online, like, get, go away. <laughs> if you don't like my stuff, go away. Stop. You know, like, I want to say that. It's hey, really hard. It no, I, I, and they'll I think hear it's good. it. Yeah, but like, like, I really love and appreciate you for for listening to my music and giving it a chance. But like, if you don't like it, just go away. Like, <laughs> I don't want you here anymore. Um, so, but yeah, still to this day, all the time I get DMS that are like, Oh, I just found your music. Like, you know, I, I follow you from way back in the day and that stuff is cool. Yeah. That they're still but realizing. they're growing with you. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but yeah, so for me it was the easiest transition ever, but for a lot of other people it's it still kind of, is like, well, why did you do that?
0: I, I, I think it's, it's just an interesting and sort of complicated place to like, you know, to a degree, continue something and also start something. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, know, well, uh, but fuck that pushback. I mean, that's like, yeah, you know, but, but you're I mean, doing if, your thing. Like. If you
2: think about it, Angie Miller, like my name, the music I started with. The branding, the marketing, the songs, the quality, none of it was done by me. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. all done for me, right. And so it's just weird that the music I released under my name was so not me. And then all the zealand stuff is a hundred percent my branding, marketing sound, my everything like it's all thought up by me. and but
0: and the irony is is that at the, you know, American Idol is about a voice. you know, it's mm-hmm. about an incredible voice. and, it's not like your voice has I mean, obviously it's everybody's voice has grown and changed, but your voice is still your voice yeah. from start to finish. And so the fact that like it's like, okay, if 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 you've got a problem with something, what is it? Is it the songs, is it the brand? Well, that's not the thing that you signed up for. Like, yeah. you signed up for mm-hmm. somebody's voice and somebody's like you know, energy right. and stuff. Yeah. I remember hearing faster now when you played it at the bootleg. Which by the way, the bootleg show, the
1: great show. Insane. Aww, thanks. I,
0: obviously the, maybe some people who are listening were we're at the show, but there were more like memorable like moment by moment things that happened in that show than almost like any show I've seen in, in a while. There was one point I remember where somebody in the audience started singing And at first I'm like, I had no idea what was happening. Like I didn't (laughs) quite like, yeah, everybody was like, you went quiet for a second. Everyone quiet for a second. And then somebody in the back of the room started singing and then somebody started harmonizing with that person. (laughs) And then you went into the audience and the three of you, was it, was it summer day? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, You guys were all all singing like, and, and you could hear a pin drop. I mean, you guys were all off mic, like just in the, it was, that was incredible. Um, Obviously the lights and the motion yeah. on the on the new songs like Enjoy Thank Your Holiday you. and, and Airline Wine, but um I remember when you, you played Faster Now with a violinist, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yep, Jesse Hansen.
0: Oh, my God. Wait, that was Jesse? That was Jesse. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a little, little bad snap. Yeah, a little bad snap. Yeah. Shout, yes. Shout out she, to her. She just uh, recorded strings on um, the acoustic version of How We Know. She's, she's so incredible. 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 She's an, yeah. I didn't even realize that was Jesse. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was
2: so cool. I mean, I mean, she was on stage real quick and then hopped off. Maybe you just, oh, Well, I
0: didn't know yeah. her then, and I know her now. Oh, so I was like, yeah, I guess was, I didn't put...
2: That was Jesse.
0: That was an incredible... I mean, that... I mean, you hit notes there and it it reflects what I'm excited about with the new single is that every like level of power and intensity and dynamic that I heard live was translated Mm. into the recording. Oh,
2: well, thanks. Which you don't always get.
0: Like that's not necessarily um, because I remember you could also I mean, everybody was just captivated. You could hear a a pin drop. um,
2: Well, that means a lot. I mean, like my favorite part of doing music is is performing. I I say that like all the time, but like it actually really is. And I think you can tell. I mean, I I, I think I believe half of the people who
0: say it, if you people see you live, there's not a moment you're not like on your game. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like I'll go to a wedding and there'll be a dance floor and I am so embarrassed to get on that dance. Like I feel (laughs) not confident. I feel weird and out of place. But if you put me on a stage in front of people like singing my music, for some reason i just i feel so confident i feel i love it like it brings me so much joy um so it's cool that that translates into like a, a captivating show yeah. so <laughs> well,
1: it was also so clear that you put a lot of time into like, yeah. that show you oh, thought about it's... it you weren't just like oh we're just going to yeah. play some songs like you guys thought about the experience yeah. that people were going to have. And your
0: band too. I mean, obviously like, like DJ and everybody, like there's, there's they're so this, talented. Um, Absolutely. But also like you guys have been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. So you have this, like this idea, like this feeling that everybody's just locked in and there isn't like a hair out of place there, you know, and you don't totally get the feeling like, like you sometimes do that. They're phoning it in. Like they're up there very much with you. And it's, uh, yeah.
2: It's, I mean, and I think that, like you said, Just doing it for so long with them makes a huge difference. I mean, I've been doing music with DJ for eight years. And then Travis and Doug, I've been doing music with them for like four, three or four years. And yeah, when you get to do music with your friends who you genuinely enjoy their company and they're (laughs) stupid talented, it makes the world of a difference.
0: I think what was so cool about School Night and... and maybe like I, I can't because I didn't see the first time you were there but mm-hmm. maybe the, like you can A and B it like comparatively yeah. but it, it was just so cool to see everybody like so locked in with you too like mm-hmm. and, and captivated I mean when like in, in Enjoy Your Holiday when you go into the like I know that I can make you unwind like yeah. and everything cuts out everybody was just like <laughs> taken just a step forward in that like point it was a very cool thing Thanks. to watch <laughs> and it's cool to see your friend just transform up on like a, a, a stage like that you know it's, yeah. it's three I guess three things immediately come to mind Performing. Do you have any rituals before you go on? What do you think about like do you black out when you're up there or do you are you really sort of in a moment? And then what's your favorite thing about performing?
2: Um, okay, ritual is just, I have to pee. I always have to pee before <laughs> I go on stage. Like always when you get a nervous
0: stomach, right? You get the sometimes, yeah. Yeah,
2: me too. Like I, I like I when I get nervous, I like really, really have to pee and, and it also I like chug water before a show. So that does that too. But yeah, yeah. Have to do that. Um, and when I'm on stage, I know it's a good show when I don't think about anything. Mm. I know it's a good show when I get completely lost in it. Cause I've had shows where I literally I'm singing and I look in the audience and I literally think, Oh you know, David's here. I haven't seen him in a week. Oh, there's Sarah. (laughs) Like, I hate it when I get distracted or when I'm in my head like, oh, was I supposed to do that run there? Or was I supposed (laughs) to do it here? I hate those shows when I'm like thinking about things. And it's crazy the things that you can think about while you're singing. It's so weird. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I know it's a good show and that I'm enjoying it when I just get lost and just like sing and don't think about a single thing. (laughs) So, and then... The favorite, the best part the about favorite performing. favorite part about it, yeah. Um, my favorite part about shows, and it doesn't happen every show. My favorite part is when like the audience actually moves, and you can tell they're into mm. it, and like, or when they sing along with a song, and you're just like, wow, like, yeah. So that's mm. why the school night show in particular was really fun because there was a lot of friends and and fans there that like knew the songs <laughs> and were singing. You guys included, like, it just was.
0: Yeah, so, I was I was yeah, I was front were, row like yeah. like singing and yeah. everything. I, could, I genuinely couldn't help myself. Like I wasn't trying to do like the friend in the front row thing. I was like, I, I went up for a second to get like an Instagram <laughs> and then realized like, oh, I don't want to go back. I want to yeah. be here and sing. I put my phone away and was like just dancing and singing the whole time. I think your manager saw me just like rocking out. Like it was <laughs> it was, it was uh, so good. I, I almost didn't it. want you guys to look at me because I was I was genuine. I was genuinely embarrassed by how much I was like moving well, around.
2: Like I like I feel the same way about your guys' show because I know like almost every word to your guys' songs, and I'm like, please don't look at me in the eyes because then you'll see like how much I love you. And we yeah. used
0: to do like uh, cover records where we just uh, great, <laughs> yeah, 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 good That's idea. A, it was it, yeah, it was, a, it was it was an exciting show. I, I think I was gonna ask this as a as a question. I almost want to say it as a, as a statement, but you know, you obviously school night is not a stadium, but it feels like y- you get this energy, like this fulfilling energy from that more than that earlier experience? Like what what was... Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I... What are the
0: differences there? Like what, what, how do you feel like interacting with those two things?
2: Well, that's the good thing about, it took me a long time to like enjoy it, but I don't do a show for anyone else. I do a show for me, like truly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've played shows in front of 10 people before and I still have a blast Mm -hmm. and I still give it my all. Um, and I think that when an artist can learn to put on a killer show in front of five to ten people, mm-hmm. that that's a good artist. Like if you don't let that bother you, because who knows, one of the five to ten people could be someone that's going to like right. help you out so much in the future. Um, but yeah, I think that when you're okay with like, yeah, putting on a badass show in front of five people, that no matter what show you're going to do is just going to be so enjoyable. It doesn't matter the size. Um, and I, I learned that. Definitely had to learn that like, the hard way. I've played a, a, a good amount of shows in front of barely any people. Um,
0: I think everybody, everybody who yeah. does the slow burn has has yeah. had to. Did you yeah. have? Uh, I, I I don't want to start with the, the negative, but what's your what was the favorite? Do you have a favorite show? Like do you have one show that sticks out in your mind? as like, you know, other than the Red Room nine through nine. That was a great show. That
2: was, a show. <laughs> um,
0: that was our biggest show at the time. We had never done. Yeah. We never done a room that big, let alone like with people in it. Uh, yeah, so that, was, that really was awesome. It that was, was
2: a re- cool that night. was one of one of the, f- I think it was one of the first shows on my run on that tour I was doing. Maybe I don't know, I forget. Yeah. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well,
0: we were freaking out. We're like, somebody's on tour and they want us. <laughs> we're <like, laughs> like, yeah. we on tour. We're in our dorm room. Like, well, I like
2: secretly wish you guys were still in Boston because there's no <laughs> good electronic bands in Boston. Hey, we'll that I will fly out. Of. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> always oh. go to Boston.
0: Yeah. Or if anybody's in Boston and listening, yeah, hit please, her up. please, please.
2: Yeah. We haven't so been there in a while.
0: To... We, we would rep you otherwise, but we don't know.
2: <laughs> I'm sure there is someone, but they're really hard to find. Like, yeah. I've been dig- doing a lot of digging, and it's, like, really hard to find. <laughs> um, a favorite show? I mean, on, like, truly, it's, it's cool that it's, like, come full circle, but the first School Night Show I did, like, that energy of the first time playing music under the name Zealand, like, mm-hmm. oh, it was, like, the most thrilling Show like that, that and that, yeah. It just felt so right. And then just two weeks ago, playing School Night again, like I don't know, it just felt so cool. Like it's been <laughs> two and a half years, mm-hmm. still doing it, like and owning it even more. And those both of those shows were so amazing.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, shout out to to School Night. I think School Night in general was one of the first things I did out in Los Angeles, and it's mm-hmm. a great way to meet people. And it really is. Like for anybody oh who's gosh. moving to LA. Go to school night. Yeah. Like you'll find new music, but you'll also like and Madame Sam now on Tuesdays. But like, oh,
2: absolutely! Yeah. Both, Places where
0: people are playing and
2: both those nights. First of all, like how cool to have an absolutely killer night of free music yeah. every Monday and Tuesday. Right. I mean, that's just that doesn't happen. We're anywhere spoiled. Else. I mean, that like we, we really take it for are. granted at this point. Yeah, you know? and it's really cool. I mean, you. I know you guys experience the same thing as me. That once you, once you start going very regularly. You you go and you always see like a bunch of people you know like yeah. always there's always like a built-in crowd of like oh hi like it's <laughs> just such a good way to
0: you can go alone and then see people like you can you know you'll always have friends yeah in these like communities I mean stuff, the longer
2: but... you're in L A the smaller it gets like yeah, truly I, it's been a long time since I've gone to a show and haven't known at least one person even if it's like a random show <laughs> yeah.
0: mm-hmm. there's a there's a motion to L A and and this is like a really abstract thing to say but it feels like There's more or less like a a current Mm. that everybody winds up finding themselves in like shows. You you tend to find people at the going to the same shows because we're all more or less in the loop about what's totally happening. Yeah, especially people like it. Yeah, totally. And there aren't that many venues, so if there's like a big night for like a big show, most people will be at maybe one or two things. Yeah,
2: to to all my friends like back in Boston. I've gotten in conversations about LA and they're always like, Well I hate it, traffic. I'm like, first of all, Boston traffic sucks. Like we don't (laughs) even yeah. So we don't have snow on the road. Yeah. So at least we can Yeah.
0: yeah. Traffic, whatever, but at least we can drive 365 days of the year you know right uh,
2: but I've said to like quite a few people if you move out to Boston and you're bored it's your fault I mean if you move out to LA if you move out to LA and if, you, if bored, you moved
0: out to Boston and you're bored it's Boston's fault yeah, yeah, yeah. if you move out to LA
2: and you're bored it's, it's, your it's, fault. Your fault. it's your fault like yeah. there's Always something to do every night of the week. There's always someone you can meet. Always someone you can get go out and have a drink with or have coffee with. Like there's always something to do.
0: And I, I was talking to uh, to an Uber driver today, um, just driving on, on my way back back home. That I've never felt it anywhere other than than in LA. But we really all believe um, to varying degrees of authenticity, sure, but believe that the tide rises every ship. Like I feel like mm-hmm. uh, there's a sense of here where it's like if a good thing happens to like a friend or if a good thing happens to a collaborator or whatever, like that, you know, will will help everybody, yeah. you know? And that means like, don't be jealous of your friends. Don't try to be spiteful. Don't be, you know, don't don't try to like fuck with anybody. Yeah. Just, just be there. Yeah, you know? and
2: that's what's really cool about, I mean, obviously there are a lot of like, dumb people in LA (laughs) but that's why I feel very thankful about the circle that we Mm -hmm. both are in because there's so many encouraging amazing people that aren't like competing with each other they're competing with themselves they're wanting to always grow and get better but I'm like so genuinely happy for the people that are doing well and
0: well everybody has each other's backs yeah and people have each other's backs not just when things are going bad but when things are going well I think anybody who's had any level experience and how you're a a great example too, is that good things are always going to be complicated. Yeah. Like they're not always going to be like at face value. Like here's a good thing that happened. It's like, how did that happen and what's happening and you know, all that Mm -hmm. stuff and and having friends who you can talk to about that is is, is huge. I
2: I recently started um, just, inviting any girls I know in the industry and we'd like just go on a hike and have like, awesome. a picnic that's great and yeah the, the first one I did there was only like yeah like 10 girls there but it's like 10 girls who I all admire the heck out of and think they're so talented and we all just like went for a hike we got away from music <laughs> got away from writing sessions got away from shows and just like talked like that's actually awesome. getting to like take back all the well, be, be a person and, and, in, yeah, in the whole thing yeah and so I just love how supportive the people are here. If if you if you put yourself in the right crowd, it's it's awesome.
0: Uh do they have music projects we can shout out and promote?
2: Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you guys will probably know a bunch of them, but um Light and, Amazing. and um Talker um, and uh, other
0: we just had her show at uh yeah, 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 she just said her yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. And then
2: some other girls who right now are doing a lot of um background like vocal oh, cool. at work and one of the other girls is a manager um down in Long Beach and uh I know I, I know I'm forgetting someone. <laughs> um it was just awesome though. Such a good group of, of people. Well and, and, and
0: it's good to have like communities and stuff. Like I I feel like um you know sometimes we'll like I, I play Smash Bros with some people and I when I came <laughs> out here we I joined a D and D league and it's <laughs> all nerdy as hell. Mm-hmm. But the idea was like to find like a sort of more yeah. Uh, human side to things that wasn't like so uh what's your Instagram and your Spotify? Yeah. And what songs are you writing and when are we doing a session? Like yeah. like I love when I can just hang with people when it's not like I love writing, don't get me wrong, and we obviously love. But yeah, that's the job. Yeah, you, gotta yeah. Do something you know, something outside your job. Yeah. When you make your hobby a job, it gets really complicated, I think. And being able to talk to people about that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So, when did you put out Limbic System?
2: 2016. 26-
0: 2016. what was yeah. that writing process like what were you writing about in that record because that was the first record of like deliberation like that was the, the record word. yeah
2: I mean that writing that record was interesting because uh, I knew I was going to change rebrand and change my stage name mm-hmm. but I didn't know what yet like I had no idea about Zealand or or the look or the sound or anything um, I just knew that I wanted to record an EP my way mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I just reached out to my dream producer. I actually went to a show of his. He's in the band Copeland. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I went to the show and like saw him at the merch table afterwards. (laughs) And eventually through like Twitter DM of all places, just asked him like, hey, would you by any chance want to produce my next EP? (laughs) And he was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs)
1: Um, Why don't you come
2: to Florida and spend a a few weeks and let's write it and produce it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, So I did. I spent two months in Florida and wrote and recorded all of Limbic System in those two months. And it was just like I credit Aaron so much to Zealand, just like the start of everything and the branding and the sound He's such an incredible producer, and um, I think it was a great starting point for Zealand. But um, well, you had somebody who
0: believed in the project yeah. too, just like for. Oh, and the he job. did a
2: lot. Yeah, he he really did. He put his heart and soul in, into that EP, and I'm just so thankful that. Do he you guys did. Still,
0: still keep in touch?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because Faster Now was originally supposed to be on the first EP, mm. and uh, but I pulled it last mm-hmm. minute because I thought it was better than just being a song on an EP and I wanted to release it like on its own. And so I've played it live for the past two and a half (laughs) years and I recently, just like a month ago, texted him and was like, hey, you know, Faster Now is finally releasing, like finally, (laughs) I can't wait for people to hear it. And he just texts back and was like, I lost all hope. Like, you know, I, like it's been such a long time. Since.
0: Well, it's funny. I And I, I swear I'm not like BSing, but what I, I almost consider like the first two singles and Faster Now in two different worlds because mm-hmm. Faster Now feels almost like, um, like a love letter and a sort of goodbye letter to the first record. Like mm-hmm. it feels like it, remi- oh, it reminded me so of much of the, it? Yeah, yeah, it reminded me so much of the first record, but I also know, have haven't seen you live and also that, yeah. that you the, at, at least the first two singles indicate a sort of departure from mm-hmm. what what sonically, I guess, defined Limbic System. I mean, there's right. there's a lot more bass and a lot more sort of motion. So to... A
2: lot more movement. That's yeah. one thing. I, I'm i so proud of Limbic System and I love it. But playing it live, I wanted more energy. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. I love, I mean, you guys know I love like showing energy and just exploding in a live set. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Um, I wanted more fun songs just to be able to move and I'm just, I think I'm in a happier place of life too. I wanted happier <laughs> songs to lose a little bit of like the dark edge and well, just be happier. Well, that's the Limbic
0: System like was, was it not, it wasn't just like about, you know, personal. I mean, you were talking about the world. You were talking about like your feelings about the, oh, yeah. the, the world. Which...
2: I, I was, I was like pretty frustrated with a lot of things too. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. I was frustrated over a lot of things and, um. And it was a lot more edgy and you can kind of just like tell. <laughs> like,
0: do, do you have a favorite song on Limbic System?
2: I really love, Talk Listen was such an easy song mm. to write and Sleep On It. And- oh no, well, my favorite one to play live is On a Hillside Looking Up. Right, I think it's, oh, it's just, so good
0: live, yeah. I think it's
2: just beautiful, such a beautifully like written song. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like a lot of them. There, I know which one I like the least. Always starting over. I have not played that song really live in like two years. I you pro- you, you wouldn't even re- recognize it if I played it for you guys. Probably I don't know. Like, I just yeah. So we're, we're,
0: we we biasly very much like talk listen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: truly though the the sleep on it and talk listen remixes. Both of those remixes, I know you guys obviously did talk listen. Um, they're. I mean, I played those versions live after you guys created <laughs> created them. So like, I really liked those remixed versions. <laughs> that was very
0: exciting. We didn't know, but what was very exciting was that that was actually the first time we'd ever heard anything that we had done for somebody else live. Yeah, that's true. Ever <laughs> when you sent me the video where you where you guys did it. Yeah. Um, we both. Very genuinely cried. Yeah, like it was a we, very cool feeling. it because we oh, we hadn't written a produced it was cool for me too. We <laughs> we never written a produced for anybody at that point. So that mm-hmm. was the closest that we had sort of come to the experience of like seeing something we made for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like like well, I performed. mean,
2: likewise for me, just as an amazing experience because, like I said, I was craving more energy in my live sets, and you guys gave that to me <laughs> through that remix, and like I was able to. Actually, have a moment that was just so much energy and fun, and and so it, I loved it when I finally got to play it live. It's a, it's also cool. Good. It's
0: and I, I think that goes back to what we were sort of saying about community is that yeah. like it winds up being this more or less like feedback loop of like you know you're doing something, we're doing something, and then when the collaboration starts happening, it changes both of us like yeah you know, that was
1: one of the first songs we ever remixed that was actually a, that was that, that was, was the a first remix, remix. yeah oh, that's awesome yeah. so it was like you know we were learning how to do that Aww. you know while you were like gosh through. for
2: <laughs> it being your first time like first time doing a remix <laughs> like that was amazing
1: i remember when it came out
0: too i will i remember when we were working on it i i heard the first demo i was on a, on a mega bus going to new york <laughs> when noah sent me the idea, the whole idea to go to triplet and yeah. everything, which, oh, um, so <laughs> but, uh, I think around the same, because he sent me in the email, there were two things. There was, uh, the, the demo of the remix and a sleeping lion cover of closer, which I think we asked. Oh uh, yeah. You <laughs> wanted To do yeah, with that us. It had just come, it out. Just oh, come yeah. out and we were yeah. so terrified that we were like, we were like, it's a big song. We want to be topical. And we asked you and I, and, and at the time, I don't even think I understood why you said no. And now I'm like, oh, I totally, so I'm so that glad that you, you said no. Like, I'm so glad that that did Wait, didn't. do you remember why I said no? I think you were, you were just saying like, uh, you know, I'm putting out. And again, I, we didn't get the, I got, like the context all makes sense now, but you didn't want to do covers. Like you didn't want. Oh, oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, right. obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
0: now that um, makes total sense at the time. We're like. We're like, oh, we need to do covers because people are listening to covers. So you're like, I did cover this guy, right? Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, and you were very nice. Uh, you like, I, uh, we weren't like whatever, but we wound up not putting. Like we wound up not. Do- I think we performed it live once but we had a sleeping oh, lion cover of close, so. close My the chain i remember
2: that now you guys asking yeah
0: um big plans for that we had big plans for so that was gonna be our, our break you know that was no, oh but it, that's awesome <laughs> i love that <laughs> um no but it's uh but it's funny yeah because that was that was the first and i remember when the remix actually did come out we had played we were playing a show at a at a bar in in Boston and there were $1 drafts which I took full advantage of. And then like it came out and so I had my laptop on like a hot spot like between sets like in the back room Aww. like on the floor half drunk like <laughs> writing all the promotions and and some of your fans like would reach out to us and I'm like people are talking about something we did like that Aww. never happens like we're just going well, back it was- it's
2: cool <laughs> how both that remix and the one that John Santana did mm-hmm. of sleep on it. I'm pretty sure that both of those remixes have more streams than the actual versions of the songs.
0: That's that's and, crazy. Yeah. Really and like... and
2: they never got on any playlists. They never like just gradually over mm. the past two years, people are just drawn to them. And I think that's awesome. That's <laughs> I awesome. love that. You guys crushed it.
0: Where'd the name Limbic System come from?
2: Um well the limbic system is the part of your brain that regulates your emotions. Mm. So like when you get pissed off and mm. You, like feel your whole body heating up, your limbic system is like, whoa, chill out, like <laughs> calm down, and I think that that just like really summed up the place that mm. limbic system was written in, just kind of frustrating but needing to stay calm and just like all the different emotions going on in my head during that season of life, and that's like I found that first, like I knew that that was going to be the name of the EP before I wrote any of the songs. Mm. I was like, whatever this. Music is going to sound like it's going to be called Limbic System.
0: The <laughs> that, art is also so cool. Who did yeah. the art?
2: The art was by Shalene Louis Lewis. Shalene. is her first name, um, <laughs> and she's out of Nashville, and she just these like beautiful abstract art mm. pieces. Yeah. And I was just like, can I please like use that? Can it looks like seeing like inside your that? brain. Like it looks mm. like seeing. Yeah. You, like, uh,
0: how did you meet her? Like how did you guys first like c- collaborate on that?
2: Um, I met her. At a Copeland show. Oh cool. She was opening for Copeland. Oh, wow. She was a, she was uh oh, she was an artist.
0: Like an artist artist. Like or um well she artist. was
2: She was playing with do you know Isley? She she joined the band Isley on their tour mm. and so um, I think she was playing piano and doing background mm. vocals. Cool. And yeah, I just met her and saw her page and was like, "Oh my gosh, what an amazing artist!" And I was just like, "Can I can I use that for my artwork?"
0: So isn't always unfair when like somebody like Halsey's also an incredible painter, yeah. Uh, you know, like
2: oh my gosh, like, I wish I had something else. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. Oh. like man,
0: for I'm me, like I barely thing. got the music thing. Yeah, I'm barely right? trying yeah. to get the
1: music thing together.
2: I know. I want Same, to think about though. painting. I, like, I want to like put my hands ugh. on my
0: hips and be like, "I'm a writer, and that's all I have to worry about." Ugh. Oh, yeah. I want to paint, though. I keep watching Bob Ross and just being like, I want to make happy little trees, you know? I
2: wish I could paint. It's <laughs> such a beautiful like gift to have. I don't have it, though. Is anybody so,
0: else in your family? I mean, I know your your mom and your dad, uh, same, but was there, there anybody else who, if not music, did something else in the sort of creative world, whether or not professionally or just as a hobby?
2: Um. Well, as far as extended family, no, not really. Um, but my brother, I only have one sibling, mm-hmm. my, my older brother. He plays like everything. His main instrument is drums, but he also is bass guitar, he can play some piano, he has a beautiful voice, <laughs> like he just does everything. So growing up with a super musical brother always kind of pushed me mm-hmm. to want to be more just better at, at my art and so yeah, that was cool. <laughs>
0: um no, back to uh, actually I'm I'm not 100% sure it is limbic system, but there was a uh, every every I think on with everybody on on the show. I want to ask about because we're we're songwriters. I want to know about the lyric that you love the most from one of your songs. And you and you sent me a lyric. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, what what is the lyric and what song is it from?
2: Um, so it's the song that I just released, Faster Now. Um, yeah, I mean it's not just my favorite lyric because it's the song that just released. Remember this song was. So <laughs> no, this written, is not a segue. It's this yeah, is, yeah, I mean this no. is a two, two year old yeah, song. Yeah, this is uh, three more three than years. that. It's like a. Yeah, maybe three-and-a-half-year-old song. Um,
0: what's What's the lyric?
2: Uh, so the lyric is, When the promise of the morning lets me down, When the fog rolls in, I'm cold and all alone. When the promise of the morning lets me down When the fog rolls in, I'm cold and all
0: alone Why does that resonate so much for you?
2: Well, I think just constantly being let down by people. I mean, when, when the promise of the morning lets you down and left alone, I I mean, I've had a fair share of that. Mm. And not just like industry people, but that's happened a lot of times, but but just like people in general. I feel mm. like it took a long time to find the friends that I have now and the friends that like I can actually trust because there's a lot of friends who just either stop caring when you have nothing cool going on, or, I don't know. There's just so much of that. Um, so that's like the down part of the lyric and mm. it continues on to saying, um, it's better now I think of how your calm would cover over. Take mm. my hand and lead me safely back to home. So I think it's just, it's it's a lyric that is being okay with being let down and finding hope in it. Um, it's recognizing
0: I, both sides. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like it's okay to have a crappy day. It's okay <laughs> to be mad. It's okay, like, I th- think people try to pretend like they aren't upset or frustrated and like, Oh, I have it all put together, but like, no, it's okay. We can all be frustrated and let down and full of doubt. Like it's okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but to hold on to, to hope and to see a brighter future.
0: When you, when you sing it live, does it, does it, those lines hit you? When yeah.
2: You're... Oh Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Every time I see, cause like when the promise of the morning lets you down, everyone can relate to that. Yeah. It's like, we all have looked forward to something and it doesn't go through or like, yeah.
0: I, I think um, disappointment is one of the worst feelings. Yeah. Right? You know, cause it's, it's not just something bad's happening. It's that you, you were so looking forward yeah. to something. And yeah. as
2: artists, as musicians, we feel that more than most people. Like I really because we, think we so. have to. I mean, yeah. well, part yeah. part of
0: our job is that we need to
1: envision something that doesn't exist. Yeah. So so often, and we have to get excited about it. Yeah. You we know, can't not get excited about it. So when something goes wrong, you're like, well, yeah. I feel bad about getting excited about that thing. You, but you have. We, you we used to. to, to have. Noah and I used to get
0: into arguments back in Boston when because he'd be like, I'd, I'd be like, oh, this really good thing. Is gonna happen. Like like it was you know, somebody took an interest or there was I got an email and Noah would never I would be so excited because I I had to be. And Noah would be like, you it's know It's probably I'll, not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> be like, I'll, Realistically it's not gonna turn out I'll, how like, we wanted. For a while I like dropped it, but at one point, like he like something had happened and he's just like, Yeah, whatever, I don't wanna get my hopes up. And I'm like and I like I like, I sat him down, I'm like, Noah, god damn it, like I need you <laughs> to get as excited yeah. about this shit as I am because like I know it's yeah. not promised. Like I know no. nothing is set in stone, but if we're not excited about it, it's definitely not going to happen. Right? Or I'm just yeah. gonna. We're just gonna be too sad and depressed by the time it does. Yeah. You know, like. Right.
1: But to do that, you have to learn to just yeah get excited and then be okay when things don't work totally. out and be okay that you got excited about it because yeah. I feel like that's that's where where you fall into a trap.
2: Absolutely. You're like, oh, I shouldn't yeah. have gotten excited about
1: that thing. <laughs> like it didn't work out. It's like no, it's fine. Everything is fine. Like to, yeah. to quote plenty Bob of stuff Ross, doesn't work out. To quote Bob Ross, you know, uh, make big decisions and let them go. You know, yeah,
2: <laughs> like. Totally, though, I I agree. And I think that is what, even though it may not seem like I'm saying that, but I think that's what that lyric is saying. Mm. Um, exactly what you're saying, wanting to get excited but being okay when you're let down. Like, it's okay.
0: Well, what like, I like about the second half, and I've, I only had the first half on, on the index, but what I like about the second half and where it yeah. goes is that it also you know, shows that there's always safety. Like, I yeah. think that if there's ever something that, I, and I, I think I said it, like, around my birthday, too. Like, I know that if everything were to go to hell, like, if everything were to just, like, just hit the fan, there's still people mm-hmm. who would mm-hmm. just make everything okay. Even if it's for a second. Like, there is, there are always going to be sanctuaries and pockets of safety. Yeah. You know? And I
2: think that that is what every – like, if, if there's an artist listening right now who is wondering, like, what's really important to have, like, in the industry mm-hmm. – it's a group of friends that do not care if you're a sing- if you, you make it or not. Yeah. Like I know that if I something tragic were to happen and I lost my voice and had to completely give up music um that I would have a group of friends that do not care yeah. and would like love me even more. You know what I mean? Like Well, and, and that's
0: in a lot of ways that's power. I mean, yeah. that means that like you you don't necessarily have like anything to lose because you can't lose anything. You know, it's like Right. Um, you know, it's not, it's not the idea that like you're relying on anybody or whatever. It's that you can swing for the fences because like, you know, even if you, if you miss, there will still be yeah. people uh, you know, there, I right. think that that's a kind of power. Yeah. I think that that's like a really cool thing. And I, and I, I think it's good that you said, I mean, I think if anybody's wondering what do you do and all this music stuff, it's, it's fine that first. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, have people you trust yeah. who have your back, like no matter what, it's it'll get you further than anything else. And Mentally, people can be honest
0: and like, too, like like oh you know they, yeah. they don't like something about your music or you know like oh
2: for sure yeah anything you know mm-hmm. to, yeah.
0: to to not just have like the echo chamber of uh, of stuff. Right. Um, we were talking about MySpace uh, earlier. <laughs> um, uh, I, I looked up some old MySpace uh, like form questions. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna do a little yes. lightning lightning round of? of yes. Stuff? I have zero idea what is gonna be. Oh on my me. gosh! Gonna, I'll skip like the, the terrible ones. Like, okay. uh, well, uh, like what what class did you you know uh, cheat on a test with or whatever? Like,
2: well, that'd be Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, yep. I dropped yep. out of French, so I
0: je parle un petit peu, but uh, yeah. um, it's lo- loading up the questions. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if these, are, if these are terrible, I, I blame this. Blame website. MySpace.
2: Yeah. <laughs> MySpace. All
0: right, here goes. All right. Um, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go until this just gets hilarious. Um, Do you like blue cheese? No. Oh. Have you ever smoked a cigarette? No. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> do you get nervous before doctor's appointments?
2: Yes, I hate getting my blood drawn. Ugh.
0: Mm. Um, what do you prefer to drink in the morning? Coffee. Can you do push ups? Yeah. <laughs> Do you do push-ups?
2: I am a gym rat, guys. Really? I love the gym, yeah. Really? I, I can do some pushups. I, I'm saying
0: really surprised, but like you rock Adidas like most of the oh. like, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. It, it, when, I'm, when I'm home, I'm usually just in leggings and some crappy shirt. <laughs> I like, yeah.
0: Other than guacamole, what's your favorite meal?
2: Oh, I just love anything that involves chicken. I love chicken,
0: <laughs> like fried chicken or like grilled chicken. I, I love grilled
2: chicken. I love a bunch. Of, I'm a big fan of Mexican food too, mm. which I, I mean, I love guacamole. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, what's your favorite uh, piece of jewelry?
2: Uh, rings. You mean like a type of jewelry, or,
0: or like like a specific like piece?
2: This guy.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. My my engagement ring. It's beautiful. Thanks.
0: Shout out to DJ. Yeah. Um, favorite non-musical hobby.
2: Non-musical hobby? Um, I love going on I love hiking. Mm. I'm a big fan of hiking.
0: Um, name something that you like about yourself.
2: Um, I I like my voice. I Think I have a beautiful voice.
0: Name something that you don't <laughs> like about yourself.
2: Um, I I know I wait, wait, wait. I wish that hair didn't grow on bodies. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I hate shaving. <laughs>
1: Just having to deal with it. Yes. <laughs> I hate
2: it. I wish it was never a thing that girls, like, should shave. I know that there's, like, the whole movement, but, mm. like, I can't do that. I have to shave. But I wish that I could just be hairless. That sounds so gross. All right. In front of us,
1: she immediately goes bald just like this. Yeah. <laughs> no, not yeah. Right. Careful what you wish for. Yeah. I thought about fingernails because I don't bite my nails, so I have to oh, actually very much nails, take care of yeah. my nails. And yeah. it's like, why is this growing? Why is this happening? Yeah. I, can't you just stop? I, I hate, like,
0: O- odor and grime. Mm. Mean, like I hate that. Like my yes. body just progressively and naturally gets uh-huh. like grosser over time that if I don't unfair. do anything about it. You know, it's yeah. like, you know.
2: Oh, also, and I will never do the thing where I get like <laughs> lip fillers or anything. But like, I have no top lip really. Like when I <laughs> smile, it disappears. And I like, I, I kind of wish that I had a little bit more of a top. Lip. Listen, at least
0: your teeth are straight. Like yeah. mine yeah, are like, that's like true. look like That is true. In, like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I I I like. I was told to wear a retainer and then I didn't. I grind my teeth in my sleep. Yeah. So like in a week, it was just gone. Oh, you know? I've
2: worn my retainer ever since I got my braces off. I that still is, still do
0: oh it. My God. You know, that's,
1: that's probably the way to do it.
0: Because
2: when you have big teeth, your teeth will shift yeah. so quickly.
0: I leaned into it. I just, you know, now I'll be the face for a... Uh, I didn't wear my
2: retainer
1: <laughs> for one day and my teeth, like, it was one tooth that <gasps> just went... Foop. I'm just like, yeah, oh, that's never going to happen. No. That's never going to be straight. It doesn't oh. want to be and I'm not going to make it
2: so much money spent on our teeth just <laughs> wasted
1: yeah
0: my, my mom will probably listen to this and be like because i say i grab my teeth in my sleep she she bought a 500 hundred dollar mouth
2: guard oh, come like, on with the molding and everything and i've I, I worn
0: it three times You're terrible. i'm a ger- bit of a germaphobe and so it's like oh you know i gotta clean it every day and i'm already worrying They're about my really own grime gross. and yeah. yeah it smells bad whatever uh, yeah, yeah
2: all that stuff <laughs>
0: <laughs> name uh name three thoughts that you have at this moment
2: Whoa. Uh, I really think this purple curtain is reminds me of Barney. I like it. Um, I wish I had this couch in my apartment because I only have one couch and I want more seating. Um, and I wish I had this view. You guys have an awesome view from your studio. It is gorgeous. Okay.
0: I'm really happy that you like the curtain, the couch, and the, yeah. the view. I, I, we are recently domesticated, so this is a... <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it's, we're, it's
2: good... Good touches, yeah. Uh mm-hmm. name
0: three things you bought yesterday. What? That's crazy. <laughs>
2: how do you know how- <laughs> uh, I bought a pound of coffee. Nice. Oh, I didn't have any groceries at home I got Mendocino Farms. That's one of my, one of my go to sandwiches is at Mendocino Farms. Um and I don't know if I bought anything else yesterday.
1: It's a very specific yeah, question. Yeah, too. Like and
0: what was one thing you bought today then? Fill in the, the third.
2: I don't think I bought anything today.
0: She's been capitalistically uh zero. Today. zero. I did no my I'm today.
2: starting my taxes today though. Oh fun, that's sucks. always good.
0: Yeah. That's- I feel like that's something that music people do not talk enough about. Like we, we should all
1: you know sort of there should there should be like a like a like a group. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: there should. <laughs> or just like whenever you meet up with anybody in music, like we just ceremoniously the first five minutes like Talk about like music, oh, music, 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 and then we write that meal off, you know, just.
2: Yes. <laughs> that is so true,
0: though. That is every, true. Like, the IRS yeah. are listening now and they're like, oh, now we know. You yeah.
2: That like every dinner date where we mention music, it's. That's a work meeting. Right That's off. a work yeah, meeting. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: She's like, "What are you listening to now?" Cool. We did the yeah, music talk. Yeah. Right in check. Um, or you just try to talk to a stranger at whatever restaurant you're at to network.
2: Yeah. You know, that's, Totally. Come on.
0: Cuz as long as you don't yell at them in a restaurant, that's what my dad talking, yep. you know. Yep. Current worry right now.
2: Oh, that um that people won't like my new EP. I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Favorite place to be.
2: Um Los Angeles, my home. Yeah.
0: Um, how did you bring in the New Year's?
2: With the closest friends and had mm. such a good night. It was awesome.
0: Uh, do you have any reoccurring dreams?
2: No. Reoccurring ones? No.
0: I do. It's crazy. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I don't
2: think I've ever had a reoccurring dream.
0: I'm asking this question only because I know Noah hates this question. Uh, introvert or extrovert?
1: I don't hate the question. I hate...
0: The, the answer where somebody says... Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, to me, the answer is where, which one... Fuels you, yeah. Like which one, like do you do you thrive off of? And I thrive off of introvert. Like I need my time to myself to like just start like fresh. You know what I mean?
0: Like no, no, yeah. no. As qualms when people are saying that when people say that they're like both an introvert and they're an an, or
2: an introvert extrovert yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. I, I, <laughs> I just
1: think it's like I mean I get it. I think I think I understand why people say it. I just think yeah. that it's. Yeah, it's the whole because it's part of it's part of the Myers Briggs thing. It's it's a spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like everyone has everyone. Humans are social animals. We need people. No one doesn't like being around people. Right. But some people get better. You know, more energy from being alone. But I think everyone's kind of on a spectrum. It's not like this binary system where it's like you can't be with people. I feel like people oversimplify it.
2: Totally. Because I obviously I could say like, oh, I'm I'm pretty extroverted, but I'm an introvert. But like, no, no, no. When it comes (laughs) down to it, I get energy from being alone and just mm-hmm. like having a moment to myself.
0: I think for for me, I was talking to you about it last time we, we sort of got into the, the talk was that um it's like what 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 is your version of hell? Like mm. um <laughs> like is it an island or is it a room full of people you don't know? oh wow, um, that's and so, a good way so to from, put it. so f- like like if you had to spend eternity somewhere what what would be the the worst version? And so for me the worst version would be the island, but for Noah the worst version would be the room full of people. Wow, that's and really that's how I can it. tell the difference between an introvert and an extrovert, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what would be hell for you?
2: Well, see now now I'm going back and forth because neither of them sound like hell.
0: What if there's like really good food on the island? Like chicken. That,
2: oh, for sure, the island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on.
0: Can you whistle and or snap? Both. You got to prove the snap.
2: Um, what do I what do I sing? Well, this is the snap, right? Okay, actually
0: snap and whistle, maybe a song from the the record. Oh, uh, the unwind part from uh, Enjoy okay, Your Holiday. so. Uh That was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We we have the exclusive whistle snap yeah, yeah, yeah. cover, of, or <laughs> not a cover, but version of uh, Yeah. Of Enjoy Your Holiday. There you go. Y- Favorite color.
2: Blue? I don't know. I don't really have a favorite color.
0: (laughs) Would you be a pirate? Would you be a pirate? Is that one of the questions? questions. That's great. No, I would Would not be be a a pirate. I'd be a pirate. I think I'd have a lot of fun being ah, a pirate. I do you like do breaking hate the law, to be stuck on a I boat.
1: Don't, you don't seem like the law-breaking I camp. like...
0: No, but pirates w- broke the law for, like, like against, like, the rich. Yeah, I guess like they had, against, like, a code. Yeah, they had a code. I'd like
2: mm-hmm. to find treasure, but yeah, I treasure would not yeah. want That's to be fun. a
1: pirate. Sailing seems like a lot, though. I guess... I mean, you've done that before. I
0: love sailing, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't,
1: I don't do think that. I like sailing. Um,
0: no. I think my, my least favorite part about sailing was how small the boat was, which is a very upper middle class qualm to have <laughs>
2: if i want a boat i want to relax and not have to do anything so <laughs> that's
0: why you got a crew that's why you gotta be that's true like i don't i don't think i'd want to deal with being <laughs> no. a pirate uh-uh. uh, other than me who's your loudest friend
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh john liverance mm. he'll he'll hear this and he'll get a kick out of it
0: <laughs> um worst injury you've ever had
2: um, it wasn't an injury, but a uh, parasites attacked my gallbladder when I was 6 and I oh had to my get it removed. Yeah.
0: You're gallbladderless. My
2: gallbladder. I'm gallbladderless. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: So I mean, can you throw so- bile? I don't I can't get into anatomy it, like, now. I don't. you
2: there are, like certain heavy fats that it's harder to to like process. Gotcha. So maybe by the time I'm like 40, I'll, I'll have to like cut out a lot of fatty foods.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Uh what's your worst habit?
2: I used to bite my nails. I don't do that anymore, thankfully. Uh,
0: No, I still do that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think I just, I'm I'm a tense person. So I like, I always need to remind myself like, okay, calm. Put down your shoulders. (laughs)
0: Um, What is your favorite book?
2: Um, I love autobiographies. And so Mm. too, I'm also, something that people don't know about me is I'm a big fan of gymnastics. So I just recently read Allie Raisman and Simone Biles' autobiographies huh. and loved them. <laughs> so, huh. yeah.
0: I learned, like, t- two new things in, like, five seconds. So these questions are, <laughs> yeah, uh, those are cool. last two. What, what were you doing at midnight last night? And what was the first thing you thought of when you woke up this morning?
2: <laughs> midnight last night, I... Was oh, this is so, so sad. I was starting the spreadsheet to my taxes. Tax information. <laughs> that's so sad. That's a very
0: like adult and honest answer. Oh, downside. it's like, that's, so annoying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and the first thing I thought about when I woke up, uh, I think the first thing that I always think about is breakfast. Mm. I like I, some people wait like hours till they eat I eat right when I wake up like I so I probably thought about what am I going to eat this morning
0: <laughs> we, we got into an argument once with, with a fan on Twitter about the definition of breakfast I think uh, and maybe it comes from like Yom Kippur and whatever that like it's the breaking of the fast it's the first meal but okay. she says after noon, it's no longer breakfast interesting what did you have for breakfast that's my fifty first. That's my oh, last. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
2: had two fried eggs on toast. Nice. That's
0: good. What, the... what
1: did you have for breakfast? This guacamole. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh! You was. Are you starving?
1: I'm all right.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> no, it's one of those people that does forget. I forget to eat breakfast. most days. Oh,
2: I like. I never forget. Like I, I love food. I'd coffee so for much.
1: breakfast. That's not, That gets the job done. That's, back- that's breakfast. Doesn't count. It gets the job done. Nah. Starts in the morning.
0: <laughs> I had a, a breakfast burrito and a Cliff Bar.
2: Breakfast burrito from where?
0: Um, I think it's called Cafe Etc. on the corner of Cahuenga and Selma. That was a very nice. specific answer. Yeah, I had like to wait for the Uber after, so I <laughs> yeah. had it all locked in.
2: You should go to Stamp. It has stamp. a good, good breakfast burrito at Stamp
0: shout out to um street level cafe in echo park um not a lot of people n- know it but it's like my so many choices of food for breakfast and lunch and can you like,
2: go there sometime oh 100 yeah,
0: yeah i love that cool. place um my
2: yeah. my go-to breakfast spot that i bring like family and friends when they visit is home restaurant in los Velas. i've never been there never been
0: all right so you take us there we'll take you to street okay. level yeah sounds good I'm a I'm a new kombucha uh, drinker. That's uh, that's the. How, uh, how are
2: you liking that one? I'm enjoying
0: it. I'm trying not to like look in it. You know, that's <laughs> you know, I, people said that when I like moved to Los Angeles, I, I would like get the man bun and the and kombucha and the vegan and everything. It's and, all happening, right? It's all, and it's, it's yep. all sort of slowly <laughs> happening, <laughs> and I'm very upset
2: about it. No, it's great. I love it. But I, it. I don't know.
0: I like made the mistake of one time. Saying like, oh, that's such a Gemini thing of you to say. And I'm like, oh, no.
2: Yep. (laughs) Oh,
0: God. I need to get out of
2: here. Yeah, it it does it to you. It like puts it in your head. Like I never thought about any of that stuff. Never thought about any of it. (laughs) Yeah. okay.
0: I feel like we have like a bit. I mean, no matter how much we try to fight it, there is a bit of uh, East Coast elitism. And we're just, just a bit smarter, sure. you know. Like that's totally, <laughs> just so yeah. much because we had winter, and so we had to like you know gang together and read books over a fire while the world was ending. You know, like, everyone here totally. is just at
1: the beach every day. Every
2: yep. day, you know. It is true though. People don't realize the like seasonal depression or seasonal like
0: yeah. yeah. The what I didn't realize is that seasonal depression has nothing to do with actual weather. Like it, I think it like I still get it. Out here, like oh, I that's still, weird. Yeah, when the sun goes down earlier, I'm like, oh, I guess we're. So to we're me, it's here. like the
2: feeling of being stuck and like you have to stay inside, like that. Like in winter, oh, yeah. when like Boston winters, I just felt like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go outside. I couldn't like mm-hmm. just get together easily with friends. I had like me walk to
0: clear my head or bike to clear my head, and, and not being able to do snow? that. No, no, but not being able to do that in the snow would get right. to me. You yeah, know? like yeah. that's yeah. Whereas now you can bike or walk every every day, right? You know. So you mentioned. That uh, there's an EP coming. There is an EP coming. Um, what uh, What is it called? What is it about? Um, yeah, when? it's
2: coming in May and it's called A Weekend in Maine. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's like I said earlier, this this EP has a lot more energy and joy. And I think this EP is, it's nostalgic, but in a happy way. It's like I miss the simplicity of home and I, and I miss it, but I, I learned so much when I was younger and I'm pl- applying it to where I am now. Mm. Like a weekend in Maine, that's where my family would take vacations and we would go up there. And I feel like on those trips with my family, I learned so much about myself. I learned what it's like. I learned how to love like family and nature and being disconnected. And um, yeah, and I just had a lot of life lessons then that I still carry now. And so it kind of is a happy nostalgia.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I, is, is we, we, when we wrote, was that, is that song, um, going to be on the,
2: yeah. So the, it was like your guys's first writing session. Right? Yeah.
0: When you guys yeah, came yeah. to Boston, yeah. So yeah. You, yeah, you came to, Bo- was it for, were you playing a show in Boston um, or?
2: Yeah. I think it was a show. Or were you
0: just there Boston. for family? Honestly, oh. I don't remember. We, but. I remember whatever. What I do remember is we did a live stream very briefly. Oh yeah, mm, and yeah. then it was also like ten in at night. It was like pretty late, yep. and you guys had somewhere to be very early. Yeah. So we, he, you had a, a sort of beat, like sort of sitting around. We started messing around with melodies, but I'd never written them before, so I didn't. I was trying to come up with stuff, and all. I think I, I think all we managed to talk about was was this place in Maine and, and uh, like coming up with like certain ideas, but I don't think any words necessarily made it.
2: No. Um, we just like had a melody and like the track.
0: Yeah. 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 Which is that, was that the, yeah, that's the pre melody now, right? Mm
2: -hmm. uh, Yeah. 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 Um,
0: (laughs) So yeah. And then you guys came by, well, you were in Boston. We were in, uh, by the house we were at in LAX. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and wrote was that the day that was the day there was the possum. Yep,
2: yeah, there was a possum in in the house. And there was a possum in like the house. Someone came. Yeah. Yeah. So we in we, our old house.
0: We, in our old house. So we, we we pretty much wrote all of all of the song, um, and then went to get like a burrito down the street. And mm-hmm. while I remember like seven people calling me during that lunch uh, yeah. for different reasons, but uh, one of them was the the woman who owned the house was like, "There's a possum in the house." Yep. <laughs> Uh, and we come back, and there's like um, uh, I don't even a know. Dude,
2: yeah, one of the guys. Like an animal control animal control, control. That's the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Holding a possum by the tail. Yeah. It was, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: The, you, so what you gross. got here is a possum. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like truly. <we're
0: laughs> like, cool. <laughs>
2: right in the kitchen, and like brought it outside <laughs> to the other side of the street, and like let it go. Um,
0: but but that had to so, in a sense, the song you know took it a year and a half. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean.
2: It was two days over a year and a half, yeah. yeah.
0: And w- when we were ri- writing, it was a plan. Because, I mean, we, it was just something that we had, we had t- talked about a year ago, and I brought it up while we were in the session, but had you already been in the mind space that you wanted to write about Maine? Like when we were...
2: No, no, not at all. When, I, when we were going into that session a second time around to like actually write the lyrics, I forgot about that whole concept. I forgot mm-hmm. about, you know talking about that weekends in Maine and the, yeah, the simplicity and like the nostalgia and all that. I totally forgot about it all. And we wrote that song and like, while we were writing it, it was like really fun and awesome, but I didn't realize how much I loved it until afterwards. Mm. Um, Like we finished writing it and I was like, oh great. This is cool. Awesome. Went home a week later, listened to it again. And I was like, wait, wow, this is really (laughs) beautiful. What the heck? And just like started falling in love with it more and more and started recording other songs for the EP. I like remember when it hit me and I was like, wait, 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 this, this is the title track and the whole EP is going to be called A Weekend in Maine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Done. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, this, so, um, it's coming out in, in May. Um, and these EP are the singles, uh, that are leading up to. Yeah. So all yeah. the music
2: that I'm releasing now is leading up to the EP. It's going to be six songs oh. and, um, yeah, and then shortly after it releases in May, we start tour, which wow. will be just like a bunch of places over the U.S. and um, Boston? Boston, for sure. Well, hey,
0: Boston artists,
1: I'm DM actually, now, yeah. yeah.
2: It's actually going to be in Beverly, my hometown. Oh, There's nice. a theater up there that I've played before, and so we're going to do it up there. So yeah, any electronic or whatever, pop, any whatever, artists in Boston, reach out. <laughs>
0: Um, are you gonna go back to to Maine um, as some sort of ceremonial thing for the the record?
2: Yeah, I would love to. I would. I don't know if I'll be able to get to that like same cabin. I think someone else opens it now. But yeah, there was like a specific cabin or, and place that I would always go to. Um, but I love Portland, Maine. I want to go back up there and and hang out. And have you ever been to Portland, Maine?
0: I don't. I never. Obviously,
2: there's like barely anything in Maine. Yeah. It's like empty. But Portland, Maine is like a one strip that just like is really cool and has good coffee, good food.
0: Yeah no that's well so I am really excited I mean I'm I'm excited that you're touring so everybody in the country gets to watch uh, you perform I'm excited that these songs yeah. are coming out and biasly excited that these songs are coming out but also as a as a friend and a fan excited for oh, these songs to come thank out thank you so, I can't um, wait and I'm really grateful that you are our first guest on Talking Lion thanks
2: yeah. for having me of course yeah, of thanks course. for having me Sleeping Lion on Talking Lion hey
0: um, you know yeah, hey. Uh, you guys. Uh, have been listening to the first ever episode of Talking Lion with Zeeland. Check out all of her music, um, buy uh, merch, and yeah. uh, and actually, I, I own one of the shirts, and it's one of my most comfortable shirts. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this is a, a very real uh, advertisement, and. Um, <laughs> Thanks. uh yeah buy, buy tickets for the tour because I'll, I'm telling you like this is a show you do not want to miss oh um, thanks so thanks thanks and you. then
2: go listen to sleeping Lions. Maybe. oh you know you know you'll get yeah. you'll get
0: around to it <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well if you're listening to my music you will get around to it because <laughs> <laughs> oh because of
0: the remix and the yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man thanks for having me
0: Thanks for being here Fast low, we tumble through the
2: wind.
1: We would like to thank Jaegermeister, Outlaw Energy, and Isotope for their early support of Talking Lion.